your favorite people it's your favorite girl viola mini and this is the gist with viola mini welcome to the show welcome to my podcast channel okay so how was your week guys my week was actually beautiful stressing and i can say fulfilling actually okay so from our last episode you know we've started a series for the all of this month the month of june we've been doing molestation everything embedded in molestation and i've been getting your reviews about molested personalities why you think think it is like this why you think it should be like this how you've been affected how you're trying to recover okay so today we'll be talking about another part of molestation so before we go into the gist with me i have beautiful people and intelligent guests <laughs> Welcome guys, thank you so much for doing with this with me within this short notice, I really appreciate it. Okay, so on my right, I have Mo. Hello Mo, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How you doing? Well. Okay, how are you doing? How was your week? It was stressful. <laughs> Welcome really to the <laughs> And on the other side... I many of you have noticed that I've been doing this series with a lady and a, and a guy. Okay, so today I have with me from the other gender, Oyego K. Oluwatosi. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's a privilege. Okay, thank you so much for doing this with me. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, favorite people. Today we'll be talking about, I know we are in Nigeria. And I know that this is the African nation. Where we have some people even call us black monkeys, some call us with a black minded self. But I, I think we have a mind of our own and we can decide for ourselves. Yeah, of course. So today guys, we'll be talking about African parents and sil- um, guardian silence over molestation. African parents silence over molestation. Okay, so for me, I would say maybe out of 180 percent are always really silent like 20 percent are always maybe trying to come out and say something okay so what do you think you think african parents are really silent about molestation well you know how african can be you know how african parents especially nigerian parents can be um yeah i think they're big on reputation and whatever it is they like to keep they like to keep their um, things private and um, well they try to protect their children and as well protect their family members especially if the abuser or molester is a family member so um, they don't want their family name in the mud they don't want so many people to hear about it so they just keep it under wraps they just put it under the ground and cover and say oh shut up or they tell the child to just keep it and keep quiet and stuff because they even they even go further to say if you tell anybody you'd be the one to bear the blame or bear the shame or all of that the stereotype and stigmatization and all that so i think they try they try so hard to keep it under wraps okay so what about you tosin i to be honest he's like more rightly said um they are trying to protect the family's reputation and in the process of that also they're trying to balance the psychology of the person who has just been molested. 
they really don't want this person's name to be spoken around the world and in the community and just the, the psychic of, of the person and, and, and how people get to relate with that kind of a person I kind of think that's what African parents and guidians do think about while avoiding just speaking it up anyhow don't you guys think that if we stand like okay I'm a parent I'm a mother I have a child and she has just been molested don't you guys think that when I stand by my child and fight it mm-hmm. to the end then I am actually helping her mentally don't you guys think so well I agree I agree with that but then I mean so um, in my head I have this um, categorization so it, it happens from the top to the bottom or the bottom to the top whichever one you want so um, from the bottom, let's say this particular child comes from a family where they're not really rich or they're not wealthy and the molester or the abuser is someone who is their benefactor. Let's say, for example, um, the parents wouldn't exactly want to, you know, stand up for her daughter because this is who is providing for them. This is who they are getting, you know, their basic needs from and all that. Okay, so if we come to the middle level, um, it could be that they are just um, a middle class family trying to live their life and all of that. Now, with maybe their, their, or the father could be in the civil service or something something like that. So they have a reputation to, you know, or an image to keep. And middle class? So middle class, yeah. Still, I mean, like everybody has this image thing. They Everybody's trying to protect their image and stuff. And so um, they may not want to... Um, put themselves in that position where they are always remembered as that family where um, their child was molested or stuff like that you know they would always just let's keep it let's keep it in even if the child's going to get married in what a few years everything would just be you know like the family secret you get and then from okay so go to the move to the top where we have like the rich um, families you know you wouldn't exactly want to hear that your very rich uncle did something to your child and you'd go on to confront him. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think about that. So you'd rather just put it, oh, we're family, we're family. Let's just keep it together. Are you serious? Yeah, people do that. That's the thing. I mean, people don't want to, they don't want to put themselves in that space where they have to confront the molester. Most times that's what what happens. And so they just try as much as possible cover to protect it up, the person. Protect the person and at the expense the of the child. And they probably just tell the child, oh, you would heal. Just or you know you know what even makes it more crazy? At times they don't believe that that happened yeah. to the child. Actually. You know, and so they go on to say, oh it's a lie. Your uncle cannot do you know I'm I'm very particular about people calling out their children. You know, like your child comes to meet your mom or dad, this is what happened to me. And then you say, no, it's a lie. And then you call a family meeting. Yeah. And then you put the child in the middle and say, okay, so say what you told me, that kind of stuff. Are you, you are not, kidding me? You are not giving that child, um, you're not building that child's confidence. You're only putting them in harm's way, you know, making them feel like they are the only ones. They're the one doing the wrong thing. Exactly. So, you know, you have to face the abuse. And let's say the abuser has, what, threatened the child. The, the child wouldn't say anything. Whether the person is a child, underage, or what, um, an adult, a young adult. It's very hard at times to come out. 
to speak and say, oh yeah, this person did this to me. Especially if you're confiding to someone and then person doesn't believe you, you know, to even point out and say, oh, this person, you'd rather just want to keep it in your head and in your mind and dwell on that for the rest of your life, you know. Most of the time, you guys know that our parents don't even believe their own children. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it borders down to the dimension of communication that exists in the family, mm-hmm. in the home. If both parents, the father and the mother, communicate well with the child, the child, the child would understand how um, how reasonable or unreasonable the parent is or the parent are. For instance, there is a family that something like a molestation, actually a rape, not even a molestation, a rape happened and. The father was all out taking the matters court. So you are taking this, you are fighting by fighting this, you are battling this to the end. I'm I'm locking this guy up in jail. Then I don't know how the the victim's parents or family went to meet the mother and they give the mother money. I don't know how much. They give the mother money. The mother collected the money. But the father just saw that why is this woman this way? She's not just she just been passive about this whole thing. This was not the energy would enter this case with. Why is just being passive about this thing? The father still went to court. Then the the victim's family told the husband in the court that we already paid your wife. Can you go meet your Can you go meet your wife and just get out of the court? The judge the judge was just there like what's what's this? got to our family then my dad was was this was that but then you like you rightly said like more like you said she said top down and then bottom up that kind of a, an, an approach this family is not one who is um actually poor they are the middle class they are not poor they are not rich they can afford a court case so it boils down to communication so depends on how the dimension of communication that exists in the home, the, the parents, the parents should should also to a large extent believe yeah, when their children is saying this kind of a thing. Because in the first place, the child can come up and walk up to you and tell you the child is disadvantaged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which sure. why she was like, okay, or he or she was like, I have a parent, let me confide to my parents and let my parents take this thing from me. But the parent now trampling on the child's ego, then it's I feel as a child, as a young adult, the first best thing that comes to my mind anytime I'm going through any shift is my mother. Yeah, exactly. Then, mm-hmm. so this kind of mother mm-hmm. coming back, like, like biting, <laughs> you won't like, call it there. Collecting bribes. Yeah, it's bribes. Okay. Fine, her, fine. As in. It's, it's so gross and, and really appalling. It's when I heard the case, I was, I was like, really? really so it's it's really gonna be a failure on our part yeah. on, like we mm-hmm. on our growing part parents. We, aspiring parents and we growing up and our child we can't believe them when they are saying mm-hmm. things or we are training our child the way we're trained. trained it's really going to be a gross failure on our part and and there's sometimes also let's try to balance it sometimes also some children still want to scatter the home we want to scatter the family i think that's where it comes in that african most african parents not all most african parents don't really believe their children but you should still 
in five. So then I'm wondering, why would your child make something up? I mean, like a young child. Exactly. Like, why would a child make something up? You just, you just think in your head, or you just um, go through phases of hallucination and just make things up and say, oh, this person molested me, or this person abused me. I mean, like it's um, that. I I think in most cases it doesn't happen that way. Yeah, in most cases it doesn't happen. But in some, does. In some cases, it okay. happens because not not necessarily someone young, young, not yeah. a minor. Mm-hmm. Be someone who is 19, 20 years old, but did not just want this particular person. And the molestation we're talking about here is not just sexual molestation yeah. alone. It, it could be something else. And this person, I don't want this person coming to our home again. Yeah. And how ah, can I frame this thing mm-hmm. up? Okay, let me just make this. Some crazy children. Permit me to use that word. Some children who are just or some Naughty. young persons who are just who are just are just there. It'd be like really and they prove into the case why should we have done this in the first place? And you you don't expect me being insulted, my ego being my my, my pride being trampled upon and then you expect me to still maintain the kind of relationship I maintained with you before. So if at all African parents or guide would would come out to speak they should first believe the, the child, child exactly. and then in the process not just attack the person immediately but they are our friends and they have things that, that we do another thing is um, a parent should be very conscious of people they respect you know like you hold someone in high esteem and so when your child or yeah, whoever comes to report you and says oh this happened most times they don't believe because they already have like um an image yeah. and they're like oh no this person can't, can't do, do stuff this. like that it's not possible mm-hmm. but meanwhile you may, nobody nobody really knows what goes on in the heart of man yeah. i mean like sometimes it may be intentional okay i think i saw something that um um people who engage or perpetrate the act always it's always premeditated yeah. and it's intentional yeah. so you know it's usually it follows a process so they would have planned okay that this would happen um at this social time this would happen at this social time before it eventually happens and so when our parents are blinded by this type of person or the person already in the you know in their mind and they'll be like oh okay i don't think this type of person can do this i think we should always try to be logical not sentimental like when it comes to issues like this, yeah. And I think it's even always more gross if, for instance, a child have this um, bad reputation. Yeah. This yeah. Oh my God, I'm about to say this, that. This child has this bad abuse. Mm-hmm. So when the child is coming up to, to tell something. your mom that social person abused me, yeah. I was being molested by social person. Yeah. Even your the person is actually your uncle or maybe your your fellow worker. Mm-hmm. It'd be like my friend get away. You don't have a bad, you don't, have, you don't have a good character mm-hmm. to start with. So it's, it's just, it's just so, so crazy and won't be like really. Is that serious? Can you just please take my report for one, this one time? I'm sorry about it. And then the, the child just goes back in and crying or beating out herself up or himself up and leads to different kind of things on the child's head and it's, it's just it and it's. It's, even, it's not at that level mm-hmm. if it's not the person's parents. 
that's mm. I'm about to say this, like we're about to go into this part of the conversation. Okay, so I have a friend. I used to have this friend who we used to be really close and the person told me about a story. He says that there was this uncle of ours that molested her. She was actually staying with him. Then she found a way to tell her a mom. Mm-hmm. Then her mom was like, ha, young care. Young cannot do this kind of thing. You know, ah, you're a baby mm-hmm. now. You're like, ah, I'm like, first of all, she's supposed to trust her child before you trust someone else because this person is like going to be your heritage, Abby. someone you look up to later in the future. So, like, I'm not like, okay, first of all, this uncle still, she's still staying with the person. One, two, is that she still, she still like. Person is still my uncle, this person is still catering for her. Mm-hmm. The thing I want to say is that when this child, when I have personally, I feel I, I see myself and I say most of the time that if they are counting one to three children that always do bad things in our house, <laughs> I'm always number one. <laughs> like before they will think about even if I'm not the one who did the thing, yeah. my mom will say, You're lying. Like, it's normal. So, if someone like me go and tell my mom that, okay, this person did this thing to me, the first thing they would say is that, for sure. They would doubt me first. They'd even make you doubt yourself. Yourself. That's the point. <laughs> like, I'll be like, oh no, why? Why? Talking about this guardian, I, I had a friend. He's dead now. And I wonder if so rest in peace. And it, it, it all happened. This this is our uncle. She's staying with her sister. So her sister's husband has been molesting her sexually over time. You know, she can't just walk up to her sister and tell her sister, your husband is doing this thing to me. Maybe she has done it before because there were some times she would come to school and you see you see bruises on all over her body. Why, why Bruce just let it slide? It's nothing because of people in our circle. She would tell them, It's my auntie, my sister that beats me this way, and this and that. So, the fear someone who you have not told your husband is doing this mm-hmm. to me, then you're not going to meet the person your husband is doing that is beating you that way. You're not going to meet the person, the person number one of us throw you out of the house. That's being disappointing. Being, being really disaster and it's it just so just so bad and so terrible and later on in life we got to hear that the husband maybe he was a politician or probably became a politician mm-hmm. and we got to hear that he, he used her he used her and she had died oh my god I mean let's go to her she had died and, and then there's another friend of mine this one is actually saying She's still staying in the yeah. house, but she just spoke to me and she said, "I I can't tell my auntie because I, I can't tell my sister. This, 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 mm-hmm. I can't tell my sister because I don't want a situation where I'll be the one who's scattered." They will now call me at the center of the table. At the center of it all. Can you tell one of your elder brothers if I tell my elder brother the family? Will uh-uh. If Everybody I tell my friend, they will call a family meeting, meeting and straight up. So, so then they just, Africa just keep, or guidance just keep 
nearly need to your head you just have to keep, keep quiet. quiet maybe not saying it directly but your yeah. body language yeah. your body language is, is really not just important thing. i just feel that we should speak up our parents should help us speak out because many times this thing really do affect us because i have this big body in my heart and there is no one to share it with or i shared it with someone and the person is not ready to listen to me so it's really really high really it's, it's just so so and it's, it's even more on the part even if this person is my mom i'll be like this person is my mom but i'm now staying with someone else and this person is now like ah most of all the person will be like i know you walk on god be this matter and a lot of us grew up with this not not father mother children care intimacy we grew up with this cohabitation father and mother cohabiting mm-hmm. father do his thing mother yeah, do his like thing government work. children will do their <laughs> thing so we really don't get it the only time we get to meet together in some family is when we are doing money devotion maybe during dinner and yeah. after not you know not all families eat <laughs> yeah. dinner together that's true, true. true. and after money devotion daddy will just come up praise the lord mommy will ring the bell <laughs> everybody comes <laughs> to the sitting room we do we sing our song blah 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 Daddy will share the grace, then pray for us. Fine, your prayers are wonderful, but please, can you please just give us this breathing space? Let us pour out our mind to you, and you get to see children, especially children who are who have been having sex, yeah. and their child, their parents will still feel, oh, mommy, my child is a virgin, my daughter is a virgin. I think she does not do this. But excuse me, daddy and mommy, your picking up entered the world. Yeah, already, be accessible. Let your yeah. children, let your children find talking to you as a safe space. You know, they feel protected when they talk to you. They are yeah. open enough. They want to. They want to make you their best friends. Like apart from some people don't, um, some children don't find it comfortable talking to their parents about stuff because they know that their parents are very cynical. They and will never see from that point of view your, your parents, or perspective. Your parents are like a church person. Hey, the master now. <laughs> 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 you just the next thing your children teacher will just call you. Excuse me. Come, 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 exactly. come. There is a demon inside of you that no, is a demon. Oh, 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 if you told your mom something and you're like, Mommy, keep this as a secret. And the next minute, you're ready for your sister. That she will not see the boyfriend. <laughs> I'll be like, Oh my God, but I told you, Mommy, to keep this a secret. But then, um, I think it's healthy if children build or parents build their relationship with their children. So that no matter what, no matter what happens, even as the parents, be um, strong in your mind. Build yourself to that. You know, like um, studies have shown that not everybody has this emotional intelligence. And so when you go to meet some people with specific issues, they cannot handle it. And so the next thing they do is call someone or call the rest of the yeah. world and tell them all oh, this. There are ways. That is why, um, well, I, not everybody has access to therapy. You know, someone you can go talk to who wouldn't um, divulge your secrets, or you know, because of confidentiality and stuff like that. So, as parents, we should. Um, well, I'm not yet a parent, so. <laughs> but then, um, potential parent, potential parent, yeah. <laughs> to make to make this different for us, we should learn um, emotional intelligence. We should build ourselves to that therapist. to that extent where 
your children, your um, wards, whoever is staying with you, if you're going to allow people to stay with you, let them let them have that confidence that they are coming to meet someone who is smart, who is intelligent, who would be able to handle situations. You know, it's 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 a like very sometimes different. I feel like our parents don't even act like I said they've been there before. Exactly. Some of them don't some of them haven't experienced some of these things. They may not we, we can't entirely blame them. And some some of our parents I've actually gone through this molestation yeah. and like, but I really don't understand. Maybe it's society. You seen this movie. Maybe the society. This is called like, like yes. You know, her mom was molested. Mm-hmm. Then because she got pregnant, yeah, and she gave birth, and so she transferred all the aggression and hate to the girl, like her child. Oh my god. Like, I understand that, okay, you were molested, but you're supposed to try. Like, she was doing everything from the other side mm-hmm. of the story mm-hmm. on this lady, and it became really difficult. Like, the girl would be like, ah, wait, is this really me? Can I even do this? And, and the healing process of molestation starts from the home. Exactly. Start from the home. Safe and if, if you don't, if you don't have a safe, safe space, like more rightly said now, it just the cycle keeps on going it becomes larger and larger but the person who was molested number one such person's ego has been dampened number two the person's psychology already have problem mm-hmm. like a huge problem the actual person sees every person as a potential molester is that, is that english anymore potential molester <laughs> if there's an English like that, and if there's not an English, I permit my grammar. <laughs> permit my grammar. So it's it's just so it's just so appalling, and it's it will be a failure. I repeat again, on our own parts. My Mona, she's looking like a wonderful parent already. <laughs> it's it's going to be a failure on our parts if our child can't see us, someone they can confide in. That's fine. We are not praying. As a matter of fact, that they what we are doing have molested, whichever means, that's not the prayer, that's not the bone of contention here. But they should see us as one again, they can there's this wow, there's this guy asking me out now, dad. There's this lady I'm seeing now, mom. Not just if you if you do this now, your glory will diminish. Mm-hmm. These are dad's <laughs> Those oh stories and if you if they touch you here, that's not you get us, pregnant. Like ugh. A lot of us don't have this sexual education from the home. It's just if you do this, if you touch you here, you already keep yourself as a virgin. Mm-hmm. If you have sex, your glory is already 70% gone. <laughs> if you continue, continue, continue like that, you don't what? have a glory. You don't have a glory. Okay, that kind of a person mm-hmm. who has been hearing that kind of a, um, a teaching, if the person gets sexually molested, that's problem on problem. They've been telling me if I have sex, my glory is diminishing. Yeah. Now I'm molested sexually, I was raped. They already carry everything. So it's just. Actually, I have a friend. She was like, okay, or this friend of ours that anytime she comes back from school, I think that she and her mommy are going to be doing things. Ah, mommy, I'm a sick club. Ah, me and my friend did all of these things. Kinikon, kinikon, like, ah, fascisha. And the other friend was not telling me, who is my own friend, was like, ah, like she was like, how can you tell your mommy all of this? And she was like, ah, it's normal. 
the friend who is always telling our mom all of this thing now says that that after all of this thing that our mom will say eh, that they will be gisting about all of this thing then the mom will have call her later like not even that day mm-hmm. not even the next day like you you understand that kind of person i am free with this woman i can yeah. tell her everything mm-hmm. and she's not mm-hmm. going to shame me or say she how can you call her tell her about me that I went to blog and our, our fathers too need to do much more than just daddy is in the house our fathers need to do much more than just providing for the home yeah. leave yeah. the home after morning devotion the next day we see you is on Sunday yeah. and just oh drive God. us to church and after church you are just in a, you are in a world of your own and we are yeah, in a person accessible to us as our friends our fathers need not got those military general yeah army, kind of. fathers should be more invested in their children so this is last right uh, oh, okay okay <laughs> another thing um as parents aspiring parents you have to be vigilant the kind of people you let around your children with the places you drop them off the kind of friends you have because you never can tell you can't trust anybody you know as much as we all want to be free with people here and there you still need to be conscious of the fact that bad things can still happen to good people so try as much as possible to be vigilant and the last note Sarah yeah just aspiring parents we are parents please view this this um this two-sided relationship with our parents not just the one-sided my mom is my mommy my daddy is my dad daddy welcome what do you buy for me mommy oh daddy is back everybody go to your room yeah <laughs> dad is in the house we cannot see the television we can't watch cartoon we can't my dad beat hell out of my destiny when i was growing up yeah. because i dare not i dare not not be in the house when my dad is in the house there are cases where my mom will go and call me where i'm playing ball mm-hmm. or, or where i'm with my friends and man just tossing like that it should be a two-way thing it should be a two-way thing dad is talking the child is talking and we find that giving glory to god hallelujah amen <laughs> <laughs> okay for me i'll say potential parents potential daddies and mommies that are listening to this please please and please create this strong relationship with your children let them feel like okay i can tell this person anything and love them for who they are because another thing is that children can never be the same there are some children that will be really gentle that you obey your instruction at every <laughs> Obey your instruction at any time, and there are some that, like me, that will not listen. That you will say A, you will say that Z that you want to do. So please let us understand all of these things. And as I always say, think too much and don't think too much. Because if you don't think, your dream is gonna be a dream for life. And if you think too much, depression is cuckoo, my dear. So drink water. And be yourself at all times. So you can follow me on Twitter. It is B I O L A M M Y, and on Instagram it is B I O L A underscore M M Y. On Audio Mac, it's the Just Viola Me. Anchor Podcast, it's the Just Viola Me. Just Viola Me, you get everything you want to hear from Viola Me. I love you guys so much. I don't want to go, but I got to go, my darling. See ya next week. <laughs>